Glory and praise to you, O Lord. With thankful hearts, we call upon your name. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 22nd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go! and prepare the Passover meal for us, that we may eat it. They asked him, Where do you want us to make preparations for it? Listen, he said to them, When you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs already furnished. Make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When the hour came, he took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Throughout Holy Week, our worship is a retelling of the events of the last week before Jesus was crucified. Luke tells us that After teaching each day in the temple at night, Jesus went and slept on the Mount of Olives. On Palm Sunday, we heard how he entered Jerusalem from there. And tonight is Monday Thursday, named for the mandatum or command that Jesus gives his disciples in John's Gospel, to love one another as I have loved you. But unlike John's Gospel, none of the synoptics, Matthew or Mark or Luke, have Jesus speak that command or wash the feet of his disciples. Instead, the focus in these Gospels is the Passover meal that is shared between them. The modern Passover meal, or Seder, is not the same meal that Jesus ate with the disciples. Many of the foods that are eaten today and the traditions that shape that ritual 
were developed after the destruction of the temple, more than 40 years after Jesus' crucifixion. Even so, understanding the Jewish Passover helps us understand the words that Jesus speaks at the table in tonight's gospel. When Israel was living in slavery in Egypt under the rule of the Pharaoh, Moses and his brother Aaron went to the ruler and tried to negotiate freedom, and Pharaoh refused. Nine plagues struck the Egyptians, but Pharaoh's heart remained hardened. Then, on the, tenth, on the night before the tenth plague struck, the Israelites were instructed to smear blood on their doorposts and lentil, and they were promised that the Lord would pass over them as he struck down the Egyptians. The next day, Israel was delivered from slavery, and in the millennia since, the Jewish people have commemorated the Exodus in the Passover meal that we hear described in our reading tonight. In this meal that is shared with friends and family, they retell the story of God's deliverance. Eating foods that symbolize different events in the biblical narrative, celebrating the day as a festival to the Lord, and remembering the events throughout generations. Tonight's reading from Exodus chapter 12 details how to prepare the Passover meal. And in the Hebrew, in verse 6, the writer's words are, it will be for you. These are the same words we hear Jesus say when he tells his disciples that his body is given and that the new covenant in his blood is poured out for you. God provides the gift of salvation, protection from death for each one of us. The liturgy of the Passover makes worshipers participants in God's saving activity. Our liturgy of Holy Communion also renews our participation in God's saving activity. In Holy Communion, we celebrate God's word or promise of forgiveness of sin. Joined with the earthly elements of wine and bread and the command, to do this for the remembrance of me. But the task of remembering is not passive. Returning to the Exodus text, did you hear how Israel was instructed to eat this meal? The Lord said, this is how you shall eat it. Your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. You shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. As scholar Christopher Hayes writes, God's people are commanded to be ready at any moment to move with God. The meal isn't a prolonged wedding feast with liters of wine, and it isn't merely comfort food shared in Thanksgiving. In this meal, we are both protected from death, which is separation from God, and we are given food for the baptismal journey which we are living. 
This meal prepares us to give ourselves to the world. As joyful as coming to this table is, participating in this meal means taking a risk. Just as God delivered Israel, God delivers us. And God expects us to be on the move and ready to follow Jesus when we've been fed. We are invited to the meal, but not just the meal. We are invited to life together. At the table, we are bound to our brothers and sisters, and our welfare, our whole lives, are connected to one another. In his essay, Freedom of a Christian, Luther wrote, A man does not live for himself alone, but lives also for every man on earth. Now, there isn't any expectation that we will follow Jesus perfectly. Judas, who betrays him, is at this table. And later on the same night, the disciples who shared bread and wine with Jesus flee when he's arrested. But God invites us anyway. Tonight, as you come to be fed, know that Jesus eagerly desires to share in this holy meal with you. Hear the invitation, not just to come and eat, but quoting Luther again, to give yourself as a Christ to your neighbor, just as Christ offered himself to you. Let us pray. Holy God, we remember your mighty acts throughout history. With thanksgiving, we remember that by your saving grace through your Son, Jesus, you move us from sin to reconciliation, giving us the gift of salvation and new life, that we would live not for ourselves but for the world. Nourish us tonight at this table and send us out, guided by your Holy Spirit, to take risks for the sake of the world.